Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the host never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Lance and Holly, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Lance and Holly. Well, we're actually we're back I, again. Woo! This is this like is becoming wave. It was almost like a back on track. So we're uh, here to share more experiences, events. Yeah. So so, <laughs> so everybody knows that we're pretty big on CE. Yeah. We CE is something that we think is very very important and I'm not talking about your local community CE. Well and, talking- and you've come full circle because you 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 on more than one occasion in the past had said you already know enough. Haven't you already taken well, this class? Part of it was you were gone all the time. You were I mean you were like addicted to CE where it was like every weekend you were going I'm like dude it wasn't calm quite down. that much memories are always a little fuzzier but it was there was a certain uh, but, I, but you do you like to teach mm-hmm. you like to instruct you like to learn you're i mean truly you've missed your calling you should have been a teacher <laughs> i mean because that's what you love you love to learn you love to share your knowledge with other people you like to well that's, and that's one reason why i'm, I'm helping my buddy with this dso uh on on weekends, partly because I like mentoring. There's, there's a new doctor that I got to meet the, this right. week that's awesome. And I, I when and I found out... And he, that's a rarity. A lot of guys feel threatened by other dentists. And you are just willing to share your, the knowledge that you have mm-hmm. with whoever wants to learn it. And yeah. you're not one of these guys... Well, I, I, I mean, do believe a rising tide lifts all ships. Yeah. If I truly want the public... Bill Dickerson... <laughs> I, and he he didn't write that. I think he, I know, but that's where we first heard it. <laughs> yeah, and but I do I do believe it because if if you truly well, I was lecturing uh, a few years ago. Um, I used to do really well with the Google, and um, the Google. And so Nobel BioCare paid me to, to 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 lecture because they said, look, we're tired of selling people implants or having them come to a class and then they don't go home and buy any more. And you know it was because they weren't marketing. They weren't. So I was over in Bremerton. God, this was like 15 years ago. I was in Bremerton lecturing, and this guy, I don't know why the fuck he was there. I think he was just there for the food or something, because he wanted to argue with me. He's never marketed as ever. And and I he says, you know, you, Dennis, that market this. And I said, well, okay, if you truly believe that, that you're better than the guy next to you or down the street, and if you truly feel like the public should come to you and you should protect them from this other guy who's terrible, then you, it's your duty to market. Well, and also your follow-up question needed to be how many insurance companies are you with? Because that is 100% marketing. And that's the misconception with 99% of dentists that say they don't market, but they're with every single insurance company. Your, your fee that you would pay to market is being deducted by the insurance company. Yeah, he's discounted his, his services to then, and then the trade is you, they'll send patients to you. Well, that's a form of marketing. That's a, that's a hundred percent marketing. I've never, every dentist that I've ever met that said, I don't market. If you then follow up and talk with them, you find out they market quite a, and, and insurance participation is the most expensive form, form of, of marketing. marketing and the most risky. 
because now you've given someone else control of what people can and cannot do with their money. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're controlling. Uh, it's the golden rule. He who has, has the, the gold, gold makes the rules. And so you might be marketing and you might be getting these people, but you're giving someone a third party the decision making content. Mm hmm. And that's where all of these doctors who are like, I don't market. I just have well, a they, And they usually say it in a very condescending way. <laughs> well, but the fact that they're just so ignorant is what is mind blowing to mm -hmm. me. I'm like, you motherfuckers made it th through dental school. That's not an easy feat. But you're dumber than a bag of rocks in Charlie Brown's Halloween bag. Mm -hmm. So let's get it together and... Never, if you take insurance, never use the words, I don't market because you market <laughs> and your marketing costs way more than everybody else's. Yeah. Because now you've allowed a third party to make all of your decisions. Yep. Yep. So I don't know how we just got on. I was rant, about to ask but, you how this, how we went there. <laughs> I don't know, but there we are. Everybody has my fucking opinion. Get on off that. my lawn. <laughs> Fucking yeah. <laughs> so we were in, we went to a continuing education course for a company that we're actually working with mm -hmm. for. Um, it's a combination of marketing as well as. It's actually two companies though, isn't it? Merged into one. It's like we're working with two aspects of this the same company. company. Yeah. And one of the aspects I think is phenomenal. It's great. We want to, if you're going to market and you, you get the lead, but if you shit the bed, I mean. And you don't know how to close the you, deal. You got to close the deal. So learn how, the, how, to, how to speak the, the right way. Because truly there's a psychology to a sale. Yes. If, if this is just, the, a lot of dentists, a lot of people in healthcare hate the word sales. But honestly, if there's a transaction, if there's money involved, it's sales. It's sales. So, and if you really feel like what we're providing is beneficial and the person should do this, then you need to get them. And I'm not saying manipulate them into the, the yes, but which is something I've had a little bit of a problem with, with this company. And I voiced it because yeah. I was like, I'm not, I'm not a used car salesman. I am. However, a, used car salesmen have really good techniques. They do, but I'm not, I am not willing to. Talk someone into any something. Well, if someone, if they just can't, if they have to choose between their mortgage and their teeth, let's, let's not screw up their mortgage. Yeah. Let's not, let's be realistic. Yeah. If that's seriously their choice, I don't need their money. Yeah. They need to put food on the table. They need to provide for the family. Let's, let's not fuck up the rest of our life but, just so we can. So yeah. this company kind of has a branch of that kind of thing. And I've made it very well known that I'm not your girl for that. Because mm -hmm. um, I've been in sales now for ever, ever. 35 years. I mean, if you're selling Girl Scout cookies, you're in sales. Well, that's the thing. As my entire life has been basically selling something. You were at McDonald's. I, you asked I if was, they wanted fries. I was a babysitter. I was right. selling a service. I, you know, I have always been in sales and I'm pretty good at it. Yeah. But I am not somebody who can't read a room. I am somebody who can read a room and I can see when a situation is not going to be beneficial for one or both of the parties. Mm -hmm. You know, there's been cases where I'm like, we don't want this person. Mm -hmm. I am telling you that right now. <laughs> I, I'm not going to be a part of this. Right. This is going to turn into a fucking firestorm. 
Mm-hmm. And there's been times where I'm like, you know what? Here's what, what can be done. This is, you know, your bare, bare minimum that you can have done. An acceptable compromise. But I think the best option is you need to go home and you need to see where you're at. Because I don't feel like you even had any idea what you were looking well, at. Well, in re- reconstructive type of treatment plans, a lot of people have never looked into it and have no idea what type of money we're talking. Yeah, because, you know, a lot of them are like, "Are my is my insurance going to help? I'm like, your insurance is basically the toilet paper on the bottom of your shoe. Yeah. It's pretty much useless. When in we're your talking life. dental insurance, yeah, it's it's worthless. It's it's. Uh, we'll still bill for it if someone was going to give me a thousand dollars towards treatment, I'm going to take it. But if it's still twenty nine out of pocket, yeah. we, we have to come up with a way to There's make it affordable. Be a plan. And it's the people that come in thinking, "Well, I'll pay my thousand dollars, and then the rest of it's covered." Uh, that's, that's not that's not, how not how dental. That medical that that works that way with medical. Not, so, not dental. So I've had some words with this company Mm -hmm. because they are the close the sale at any cost. And I'm not that Mm -hmm. girl. And so, but their techniques, I would agree. They have phenomenal techniques. They Mm -hmm. have phenomenal um, systems, systems, but also masterminds where you're working with other people from other offices Mm -hmm. and they're sharing things that are working for them or not working for them. And... I feel like that's that part of their system is really beneficial. Now, their other part of it is their advertising, but it's kind of a plug and play where they don't really know what the fuck they're doing. Somebody told them that this was a really great system, and so they they're doing it, and you're getting zero results. Well, if if you fully believe that your systems, your sales techniques are awesome, and will be able to close the deal on any single person that comes through, then then the quality of the lead doesn't matter. You just need the volume because knowing that statistically, you know, 50% of the leads are, are worthless anyway. They, and they, they know this, that 3% of the leads are, are ready to go. And so they're, no matter what you say, they're, they're going to say yes. And then 45% of the potential ones just need time. So they, if, they, if that's the case, then they know that they just need volume so, and they're going to filter through them all to get them all down. Yeah, but when you... Which is fine if you have a shit ton of employees. Yeah, if you're overstaffed, that's great. I actually personally don't know any office that is currently overstaffed because they can't find staff. <laughs> There's no staff out there. So that technique... Mm-hmm. is not a viable technique right now. Right now is a bad time for that. And I don't think that I don't think a marketing company should be coming to us and asking our opinion as to the areas that they should market. Mm-hmm. If you've come to me selling your product that you're so amazing, you should already fucking know where you should be marketing. Well, you should have done the research. uh, We've worked with other marketing people in the past that know how to purchase mailing lists. They know how to filter based on demographics, multifamily dwellings, uh, minimum income ratios, all the different things that go into the marketing. You shouldn't be asking me. Well, and that's the whole thing. I'm like, yeah. I'm not paying you X, Y, Z amount of money a month for me to me have to fucking babysit you and do your fucking job. Because if it's just a, a, a what the the post office has a mailing list of what 
every door, ED, basically everybody. Well, that's easy to acquire and very, very cheap. But, but it's very expensive to market to everything because they're going to th- throw, most of them are throwing it away. Right. Because they're not fitting the demographic. It's not very, very specific. When we're doing this kind of thing, we need to have kind of a smart bomb. We, we need to be able to f- surgically target the people that we want. Like if I could find a mailing list of just denture adhesive buyers, then that's gold. So to give you all a little bit of insight. So we have been working with two different companies and both of the companies have been doing basically the same type or style of. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have dueling banjos of marketing. To see which one produces the best result. Mm-hmm. And some can argue, well, this one's double dipping into this one and this X, Y. But There's the, a bit di- of that. the difference between the two companies is when I have a come into Jesus with company B over here. And I say, this isn't working. You need to step it up. You need to do something about it or we're firing you. You need to understand that that is your risk. Mm -hmm. And they start pulling out everything that they can fucking figure out as options of how to track people. Mm -hmm. When option A is over here going, well, we don't really know your area. We don't really... Okay, I don't want to hear that. (laughs) I want to hear that you know what you're fucking doing, Mm -hmm. and I am not wasting thousands of dollars. And what a lot of people don't know is the mentality of different colored states. We're in a blue state. Very blue. Almost... I don't even know what the socialist color is. Your the, the the states that are red, they don't even understand what it's like to be in a blue state. Right. Because the red people, they know that they've got insurance, but they know that they have bills and they have to pay their bills and they work hard. They, they grew up. Paying uh, their fucking bills. You know, working hard to do all this. And when you're in a state where they they want the nanny, they want Jay Inslee to pay all their bills, and they think I'm an asshole for making you pay your copay or minimum, or or I'm going to punish you financially for just not coming to the appointment. Yeah, there's a no-show fee. Yeah. Well, well, you can't do that. Actually, you agreed to it. But I just think it's very interesting. So one of these companies is in And this is company B who actually, you know, I called company B and our main rep wasn't there at the time. And so I had to talk to another rep and I basically lit her ass on fire. And she was just like, okay, I'm calling you back. She's ended up putting some shit on our computer, on our website. She was like, we need to track this stuff. We need to figure this out because this is not, we, we're going to lose this client and we are a huge client. Mm -hmm. And company a over here is out of florida and we had to sit down and we're like do you even know what type of demographic we're dealing with here in washington state and the fact that she had no idea where we even were on the map is a problem Mm -hmm. and you need to when i go and i put money on the table I don't gamble for a reason because that, if, that's why you fucking hate going to Vegas. Yeah. If I'm going to put money on the table and I'm proud that I haven't gambled the last three times you've been to Vegas. <laughs> Cause you've been with me. Yeah. Cause that's with you. I'm a party boober. <laughs> but 
I am just like... Every party needs a pooper. And I am it. That's why I invited you. But I I don't gamble because I don't like the odds. Mm-hmm. So if if the odds of, of me working with you is like me putting money on a roulette table... I am firing you. Yeah, roulette's I, dumb. Blackjack, at least statistically, you got a chance. But I mean, that's the thing is, mm-hmm. I'm like, my odds have to be better. Mm-hmm. I need to know that you actually know how to do your fucking job and you know what you're working with. Mm-hmm. If you're coming to me and you don't even know the demographic of Washington and where it stands politically, and I'm sorry, everyone out there, it matters where your state stands politically mm-hmm. in how you have to advertise. Because the, the buying habits of your consumer completely different. is just different. So, yeah, everybody has to have a job. Everybody's got a mortgage, all that kind of stuff. But the you know subsidized housing is a big thing here where it's less of an issue in other states. And the mind frame of plug and play doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Now you have to produce... Or you're getting fired. Yeah. And I have no problem with that. I mean, anytime I notice our our number, our letter B company start to slack, I'm like, no, we're going to, we need to have a coming to Jesus mm-hmm. because nothing is happening. If I do not see results happening, we are done. Mm-hmm. You need to understand that. Yeah. So we went to Vegas. Uh, to attend th- this this conference for company A, company A that uh, we it was a Friday Saturday in the Bellagio, and um, that was your first time in Bellagio. Yes, it was my second time. I, it's not like I'm a I know everything about the Bellagio. I went went there for the ICOI <sighs> like so ten years ago. No, I'm just I stayed in. In fact, I think I was planning to stay somewhere else, and it was. It doesn't matter. It didn't matter. It it was it, the block. It was, it's a nice place. It's beautiful, and they were celebrating the year of the rabbit. So it had the whole. I don't remember. So they had a little pavilion that had this display for the year of the rabbit. I don't remember there being a Chinese display when I was there before. Well, it only is going to be for the month of February. The, it's, it's the year. It's the year of the rabbit. I know, but that's when the year turns over is when you're going to have your display and then it's going to go on to something else throughout the rest of the year. So okay. unless you were I think, there, I think I was there in October and it wouldn't have been in the year of the rabbit unless no. of course it was the year of the rabbit. No, again. it would have been the year of the dog or the year of the right. rat, but I mean, so it, they probably they would have had it. a Chinese thing. They probably do it every year, I don't know. but it's only going to be for the one. It, it, looked, was it looked expensive enough to not be temporary. So it was spectacular. It was so beautiful. <laughs> it was really, really cool. It was, they um, did such an amazing job on the decorations. It was. Like, so it's, uh, for those that have never been, um, a lot of glass art, uh, Dale Julie. D- it's beautiful. Terrible, uh, buffet. We, it was a terrible. And I don't buffet. know if that's post COVID or if they always been I a back buffet. Cause normally we like checking out buffets of, of just cause casinos. it's fun. Cause then you get to try the food from all try over the place. And different foods. And it was terrible for the amount of money we spent. We should have got better food. Yeah. It, w- it was like, uh, what is it? Round table or no, uh, the fork, Royal fork, Royal fork. Yeah. It was, or the uh, old country buffet, old country. Yeah. That was pretty on par. It was, yeah, that was that level. Yeah. Yeah. But like they, the company A, their sales technique training is spectacular. So mm-hmm. I really actually enjoyed all three days of that conference. Mm-hmm. 
of going and listening and I'm like, okay, I'm impl- I can implement that and I can, I can do that. Definitely have some nuggets to, to come home with to, to say, okay, that, that was good advice yeah. or, oh, did you hear that? I would lean over to you and say, oh, did you hear? We need to do that. And then I was like, oh, we need to start doing this. And you're like, I got to cut my hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was the, the epiphany of, oh, we should do some more YouTube things. And I'm like, uh, YouTube's forever. Yeah. I got to cut my hair. But it was, it was one of those things where you're like, okay, so let's got to kind of get a plan. But yeah. I, I really like those kind of conferences because then we can brainstorm and be like, okay, we want to do this. This mm-hmm. is how we want to do it differently. But And that know. was one where we're like, okay, we should have the staff here because they, yeah. they're part of this and part e- of, equation. And it's always kind of touch and go as to whether or not we need to bring staff because sometimes it's all well i've invested in staff in the past and then they quit because they realize oh shit i have to work like this raise the bar and i just want to show up yeah so well i had the wrong employees truly i don't like to entertain our staff for three days that's really exhausting it is a long and we try to really not be friends with our staff we, I, we, I want to be friendly, but if yes. you get too familiar, it's, you can't have any type of discipline. discipline. Yeah. And you, you can't, can't have even constructive criticism. They're going to take it wrong. Whereas if at least have a little bit of a, of a wall between us, then you can be the employer right. with expectations and such. And so, so it's a little bit different. Yeah. So when we like when we took a, the staff to Hawaii one time, I, I, I let, I'll pay for if we travel for something like that, I'll pay for the hotel and the flights, the flights, the hotel. And I'll do one evening of something like in Hawaii. I did a luau. Yeah. Um, I won't. If you end up hanging out every single night, the expectation, they want you to buy dinner the but whole they, time. They ended up being mad because we didn't want to hang out with them for the entire week. And and at the same time, I'm like, wait, if I was in your position, you're in Hawaii, go do something, go, go have fun. I would hate to be feel tethered to my boss. So while we thought we were doing them a favor, they thought we were, were jerks them. and you can never win. I mean, yeah. I took a staff to, to Miami for a, an event and then on Monday they quit. Yeah. Great. So, so I'm very uh, selective on what I take staff to CE, um, you know, yeah. and then there's an argument. A lot of people say, oh, you have to invest in your staff. And I'm like, I, there's so many other staffs, members of other offices that were trained by me. Yeah. So I will invest. It, it's really hard because if I, if whatever skill that they learn or whatever, they take with them for the rest of their life. Yeah. It, it's a perk for them. I don't necessarily not a perk for the office gain from it. Yeah. So if it's anyway, but anyways, so didn't take staff. We didn't take staff this time, and the next time we go, we will um, because they have it where it's set up that you can go and at least quarterly. There's a there's a reason to travel. Yeah, and it's good information. So mm-hmm. I just I think the biggest takeaway I've had is not you got to be really careful and you have to be really involved because I watch a lot of these offices that. They invest in advertising and then they're like, oh, it doesn't work. But part of it is, is because you're trusting that your advertising company knows what's going on and you're not really watching them. Mm-hmm. And because when we get a lead from group B, they've done a bunch of filtering for us. Right. We, we can watch the online the progression of the lead through the system. So by the time they send it to us, they already know the cost. Part they've of been that qualified. Is they also know that we're watching like a hawk. Yeah. I'll send screenshots saying, so why, why did we say this? Why, what is happening? There? 
and most offices don't want the hassle of it. But guess what? All of these companies are just like your employees. Mm -hmm. If they're not led and they don't know you're watching, they're not going to fucking do anything. Mm -hmm. They're going to play on their goddamn phones and jerk off in the corner. Well, we have a lot of people who, I mean, they're, they're working from home. Yeah. And so it is now an opportunity for them to just phone it in from 10 to noon. Or they text everybody from 1 to 3 a.m. Yeah. They, I, they, 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 do all, they don't want to do anything on the phone. They don't want to actually talk to anyone. So I'm just going to send a bunch of text and then I'm done with my job and I can move on and, 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 and I can move them from this column to this column and now I can go be with my kids. Yeah. And I can go fuck around all day long and then. Or jack off in the corner. Like or jack said. off in the corner. Yeah. Or, you know, 11 o'clock at night when nobody's up answering their phones, they're going to send them text messages or they're going to call them using the the code so it goes directly to voicemail and they don't have the phone ring and they're not connecting with people Mm -hmm. and so on paper it looks like they're doing something but they're not doing anything well and then group b thought i was going crazy so they brought in their higher ups to be on a zoom call with us and i basically blew all their shit to smithereens and you see the higher ups shaking their heads and i'm like I know what I'm fucking doing. This is not my first rodeo. Your people are fucking around because they are not in their job. They're doing this from home whenever they're awake and they have nothing else to do. They're not doing this when businesses are open and people are awake. Yeah, that's a downside to the the post-COVID thing where, well, we can work remotely, do this from home. Well, you know what? There's some, there's some value to having to go into the office and, and work from work. a cubicle because now you're focused on the job. Yeah. You're not focused on your dog needing to go out or your kids doing their homework or your shows are on or your stories are going and X, Y, Z. Your stories. That's Aunt Sherry code for the soap operas? That's my grandma. Grandma's. Okay. Yeah. For soaps. soaps. Those are her stories. <laughs> oh, my stories are on. Yeah. Um, but... So I told him, I said, I want whoever is working for our office to be showing up for work. Mm -hmm. So I don't want, if I see. And I don't want to see the timestamp always between 10 and 12. Yep. And that was the thing is because of the way that they had their systems, it was timestamped and they were two hours ahead of us. Mm -hmm. So we would see it from eight to 10. Well, so they're actually calling our fucking patients at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. No one's calling, answering the goddamn yeah, the, phone. The one person, she, she couldn't do the math. No, it's, it's our, that's our time. I'm like, no, it says 535 on our end. That means it was 835 your end, which is great for you, but no one's answering the phone at 535. So I'm wasting all this. So I blew up the last time. I actually wasn't invited to the last call that we had because I yeah. was losing my goddamn mind. But well, that was me. I didn't bother telling you. You have to have somebody who is micromanaging your advertising mm-hmm. because so many of these companies think that they can plug and play, and that's not the well, and it's not it's not how it works anymore. For sake of argument, they they know that most dentists aren't going to micromanage. Well, and that's the other thing is most of you just pay your bill or 
you, whatever. You're, you delegate. The, the people that delegate a lot are just used to delegating and assuming that somebody's making sure it happens. As long as it's kind of like the people that uh, used to do, do uh, yellow pages and you'd say, okay, well, how has it working for you? Well, what do you mean? You, you're paying $12,000 a year for Yellow Pages. What have you gotten from Yellow Pages? Well, we have a new patient flow, and so it must be working. Are you sure? How are you managing? How do you market? What do you measure that? And the most, most of the people, when I lectured on marketing, had no idea how to measure marketing. They just assumed as long as the uh, Pete Dawson called it dumb, fat, and happy. They're ignorant of it all. They're dumb. They, they're fat. So there's enough cash flow coming in that they're, they're doing well and they're happy that their bills are paid. They've got enough, they're funding their retirement. They're paying their overhead. They, they've got discretionary income. That's cool. They have no idea how much money is just being wasted. Right. And that's why embezzlement works so well is so many, so many dentists aren't, aren't paying attention. Yeah. And, and if you do, it's like an office space where they were just taking the, that one, one millionth of a penny. Uh, of every transaction, no one will notice. Well, it ended up being $300,000 over the weekend. And they're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like someone's going to notice. <laughs> That's not hard that they're going to see. But I mean, so bottom line is, you know, we went to this conference. And at the conference, we decided we're done with business A's marketing. Mm-hmm. We're going to keep them for what they're good with. Mm-hmm. And we'll eliminate them and we'll put our funds to company B and make sure that they know that we're watching like a hawk. Yeah. Because company A just fucking couldn't figure it out. The hundred percent of it, there, everything was worthless. There wasn't a single lead. Hundred percent worthless. They had no fucking idea what they were doing, how they were doing it. They, it was a mess. And the only calls worth a damn were from out of state. And, and, and they so they weren't for, worth a damn. And they asked us for a <laughs> referral for someone in their state. Like, no, you can get on a plane and I'm come not, here. I'm not fucking paying. For the yeah. marketing of another doctor. I'm sorry. It's like when someone calls us and they, they do you take welfare now. Can you give us the, the phone number of someone that does? No. no. You Look do your up. own Google thing. I'm not going to be paying my front desk. You should have a card and it, you sh- there should be a number. Oh, we can never get that number to answer because it's welfare. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I had a person that used to work for me up front and she had laminated the phone number of an office down the street that took their, their plan. I'm like, I'm not paying you. To help them. Well, these people need something like they, they need whatever they need, but that's not my problem. They need to get a job. <laughs> get off the government teat. So, um, so it was a good time that we, we learned more than the last time we had this kind of a extravaganza with this company. Yeah. And then to, we, instead of coming home Saturday night, we came home Sunday because I got he tickets, got tickets to Wayne Newton so that I fucking could see awesome. Wayne. And what was so cool about Wayne, he's over at the Flamingo and he's in this room that is it's the like size going, of my kindergarten class. It's like going back in time. It was, there was maybe chairs for 25, 30 people. Maybe, uh, maybe 40. Okay. It was small. Yeah. I mean, you, the, 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 it was titled an intimate evening with Wayne Newton. Yeah. It was absolutely intimate. He, he got eye contact with everybody. Yeah. We got a chance to uh, just feel like, I mean, the, the pianist and even the drummer, you know, got eye contact. You kind of raise your eyebrows or whatever, and he raises them back to a nod, give you the knowing nod. I mean, you, you were there. Yeah, it was phenomenal. It was so cool. I would do that again in a minute. He was kind of getting a retrospective of his career. So you see some video clips. Uh, you see uh, 
screenshots of, of newspaper newspaper clippings and things like that. But you got a chance to see his whole career from evolution from when he was a kid. I mean, he started entertaining at age four. That's crazy to me. He he never formally tr- taught any instrument, but he plays seventeen instruments. I mean, and he still plays them because he played them. He got on, played the fiddle. I mean, it was he was amazing. He played that steel guitar with had like mm-hmm. four legs or whatever it was called. I yeah. don't even know what it's called. Steel guitar. Yeah, but he was. He was phenomenal and gracious. He was so nice. And so we got pictures with him afterwards. Yep, and he kissed me. Yes, he did. So there you go. Yes, he did. He didn't kiss me. Well, you know. I'm not as pretty. So it was, I highly recommend, I mean, because he's as old as he is, and having dad pass recently, you just never know how, when is the last chance. So go, go hang with Wayne for an evening. Um, I highly encouraged to that. It was it was absolutely worth staying an extra night so we could hang out with Wayne Newton. Totally worth it. And uh, came home easy the next day. It was a lazy Sunday. Then went to work on Monday. And, uh, went but to work yeah, on Monday. just you know, I was for those listening. Be careful who you put your marketing money with. Well, and watch it. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you're getting a return on the investment. Just because you're busy, are you busy with the things that you're were hoping you would be busy with? Yeah, How, you need to have some sort of measuring stick to monitor the ROI. And if you're just, I 100 percent agree with marketing. 100. Yeah, you, you can't. Well, you can't specify in what you want to do. Well, I laugh so hard when people are like, "You shouldn't market in dentistry." I'm like, well. Even though it's not something you want, it's still a service. Mm -hmm. There's no difference between... I'm trying to figure out a way so I can start getting tipped at the dental office. (laughs) Because I'm like... tip jar not working for you? This is a service industry. I need a line that says, how much are you giving us as a tip for doing your crown? Yeah. Um, Because our daughter, she's an esthetician, and and she measures her day on her tips. Yeah. How'd your day go? Well, two people didn't tip me. I'm like... Okay, when well, tip's supposed to be extra, and you know, I like stupid bitches. <laughs> and I'm, I'm I, to be honest, I don't like the tip culture. I like going to Europe because they don't tip. Well, actually, they're starting to now. Yeah, weird. That so, but it was easier in the past because whatever you saw the the, the but, fee, yeah, that's just that was the paid. fee. I didn't have to worry about paying extra or disappointing them. Are, are they going home saying that that American at that table three didn't tip yeah. or tip enough or whatever? So. We'll but, find a way to get you tips. <laughs> the tide is changing. But I Holly just, will get her but tips. I'm just, I think it's funny because, you know, even though when you go in for a triple bypass, it's, they're performing a service. Was I supposed to tip that? No. <laughs> but what I'm saying is they're performing a service. Yeah. And if you don't think the heart association is the advertising for the tri- quadruple heart transplant. I, it's all promoting the same thing. When they shocked my heart, was I supposed to give him a fiver on the way out? <laughs> Thanks for bringing me back. I was, <laughs> I mean, I, I was still pretty groggy. So the t- that was on you. But I you should have I just think it's so weird. I'm like, this is a business. This is a service industry mm-hmm. business. This is, yes, you are a healthcare provider, but technically my nail provider is a healthcare. She wants to make sure my nails are healthy. If you have a weird nail fungus, you go in there and she puts medicine on it. Really? Yes. So, okay, cause I don't get my nails done. So I, but I mean, I didn't know it's all, it, it's just a service industry. I guess it makes sense. And 
I don't understand why it freaks everybody out to think of it. Well, fungus is gross. It is gross. But why does it freak anybody out, (laughs) everybody out to, do you feel elated by calling it something else? But it is just a service industry. So you're saying that we should be tipping everywhere we go and everything we do. No. Why are you still hung up on tipping? I've got, I've moved you way up from that. I'm just talking about, it's a service industry. You advertise the services that you provide. Oh, that. So yeah. I mean, cause if you don't advertise, like we do more arches than most and I do it because that's what I want to do. And if I don't advertise it, then I'm still going to be stuck with whatever walks through the door. So Nobel, they advertise their implants for you to use. Mm-hmm. So why is it bad that you would advertise to make someone aware that you do this procedure? Right. I, I think people are hung up. At least the older people were hung up. The younger people, they're less hung up on advertising um, just because they know that they, they, they got to pay their loans. They're graduating half a million dollars. Yeah, they're going to do what it takes to produce to be able to pay their their loans back yeah so it's crazy but yeah, yeah so that was our trip to to vegas to vegas for our ce on uh sales techniques and yeah that was my little um information on paying attention to your shit that you're doing because the plug and plays i have zero tolerance for and yeah. if you're not really paying attention you can spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to not have a result for sure for sure so we should probably end on that note all right so um any any song come to mind on um that to drive that home because the one that popped up to me was just pink floyd money oh the only thing that popped (laughs) in my head was how much is that doggy in the window (laughs) (laughs) so different um I'm 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 gonna do Pink Floyd. So okay. those enjoy the cash register sound effects and ching, ching. <laughs> Pink Floyd money. Bye.